Rashi Pusik Hai. For do the chemish once again. Vatayred bas paroi lirchoitz ala yoor. The daughter of Paroi went lirchoitz ala yoor. Vinarisayu holches al yad hayoor. She was walking together with her maidservants. Vatayre es a taive betoch asuf. She saw the basket in the reeds. Vatishlach es a musa. She sent her servant. Vatikucheyu. And a servant took it and bought it to her. This is the mahalach of the pusik. Zokterasha. Lirchoitz ala yoor. Siris hamikre ipershayi. We have to turn around the pusik. Vatayred basparoi ala yoor. Lichitz boy. It's not Vatayred Basparoi, Lichitz Allah Yoir. She went Allah Yoir, Lichitz boy, to wash herself. Says Rasha Al Yad Hayoir, Eitzel Hayoir, means she went near the Yoir. Kemoire I Chelkasas Yoyov El Yudivi. He Lushen Yad Mamish, She Yadu Udom Samichaloi. The reason why a Yad is called a Yad is because your Yad is close to you. You are, as the Chazanish described in the beginning of Amina and Betochen, the Chazanish said the scent of the body is the main part of the body. Now we have the, yeah, this is the engine, this is you, and then we have the hands on the side. By the way, he said the opposite, the Chazanish. Chazanish said that your head, the hands and the legs of the body, this is just a machine that keeps everything um, working. They were going to die. So her servants were going to die. Rabbi Yitzhak, why? The word hoilach means going to your death. Why? They told her not to do it. And the pusik is misayaya. So Rashi HaKudosh establishes that Bas Paroi was going to the Yor and with her were walking the maidservants. And why is it important to say that the maidservants went along? Because they told her, don't do it. They told her, don't do it. It's not so shocking they told her, don't do it. There was a desire from Paroi to kill all Jewish babies. If she was going to save Moshe Rabbeini, she was going to risk her own life. And of course the Nareseya told her, don't do it. They had to die. If they didn't die, Paroi would find out what the daughter did. There would be a lot of trouble and the story would have unfolded differently. But Rasha Kudish, I've already said this many times, he knew the world. Rasha HaKudosh knew that the world is silent when the Jew suffers. Rasha HaKudosh understood the hatred of the Goy to the Yid. The president of Harvard School of Genocide resigned yesterday, not because she supported anti-Semitism, just the opposite. Had she not supported anti-Semitism, she would have been fired the first time she ever plagiarized an article. No university of that 
standard of that league would keep their president once the president had plagiarized one article. So how did the president survive after she plagiarized 50 articles? 50 articles. The answer is because she supported anti-Semitism. And as long as you support anti-Semitism, we look away from all your other iniquities, from all your other failures. So this is a shocking thing that we have to comprehend that Harvard University protected their professor. They protected their president because she was an anti-Semite. If not, she would have been fired on the first time. Who keeps a president that, um, that plagiarizes? Beyond that, after they fired her, they're still giving her a million dollars a year. Again, grateful for the support that she did for the call of genocide against the Jews. Rasha HaKudish, but was also not oblivious that in every generation there were Hasidim Yisraelim. In every generation there were Goyim that were prepared to risk their life to save Yidin. This was true in every single generation, including in the Holocaust. The Holocaust saw human, being at the, human beings at their worst. Entire countries, entire continents turned into beasts. The Germans went around murdering Jews in their gas chambers and with bullets. Their enemies, the Ukrainians, butchered the Eden in the streets with large sticks. They just took Eden on the floor and beat them until they died. And the Russians did it with their boots. They all managed to do it. And the human beings all put on the worst face. But it is important to know that 30,000 Goyim, in the worst time in history, risked their lives to save Eden. You can go to Yad Vashem. There's always the Yochid. The Yuchid is found always in the counter voice to the public voice. Russia has just created this image again. We have the voice of the masses, which is all the Nariseyu that are walking with Basia. Death to the Jews, death to the Jews, kill the Jew, kill the Jew, kill the Jew. But there's one counter voice. And that one little counter voice is Basia Baspare. She stands against the crowd. If the crowd had cheered on, there wouldn't be such a big Chiddush. It is always amazing to see the Yechidim. We have to always remember it. Our grandparents in Auschwitz were liberated by people in American and Russian uniforms. These are going there, risk their lives to save Eden. So that in every generation, there was the masses. In every generation, there are the Yechidim that carry the divine voice of the dignity of human beings, regardless of the situation that they're in. Basia risked her life to save Moshe Rabbeini. Es amusa, zuk Rasha. Es shivchusa. Rasha, I'm continuing Rasha. Es shivchusa. She sent her maidservant. I love what she did. The very maidservant that told her to kill the boy. She sent her. No, you go and bring me the baby. I want to save it. Zuk Rasha, water. Verabisaini dorshi lushen yad. The famous famous picture of Basia sticking out a hand. This is already a drash. If amuso means the hand, then you would have to have a dugish in the mem, mem de gisha. Without a dugish, it doesn't mean your hand, it means your servant. And they were mechadish v'nishteravu v'arbes arbes 
harbe, that her hand became extremely long in order to be able to reach. So Nimtze, the dikte kalushen is that as he had geschickt ihr Dienst, the drashes as he had ausgestärkt ihr hand, which again represents the concept that she was prepared to go against all odds to save a yid. And when she stuck out her hand, we already saw yesterday, she didn't yet know it's a yid. When she stuck out her hand, she didn't know it's a yid. In Vuv, when she did realize it was a yid, she was torn between two choices. She was torn between two choices. And in Pusik Zion, Miriam made her make the right decision by offering to bring in the Voyre. There is so much going on in these psikim, just to realize the miracle of moments. Just to realize the miracle of moments. If Moshe Rabbeini was put out a little later, then Basi wouldn't have seen Moshe Rabbeini. If Moshe Rabbeini was put out a little earlier, he probably wouldn't have been alive by the time Basi came down. If Basi had walked to a slightly different direction, instead of making a right, she would make a left, she wouldn't have seen she wouldn't have seen uh, Moshe Rabbeini. If the baby cried before Basia arrived, then probably somebody else would have discovered the baby, opened up the basket and thrown the baby into the water. If the baby didn't cry once the basket was opened, then Basia wouldn't have had that emotional response that a person has when you hear a baby cry. So many elements had to work at precisely the right second, at precisely the right place for the Yeshia of Klal Yisrael to happen. Often we don't even see all the handles of the clock ticking around our lives that are making everything possible. Yeshia Hashem Keherev Ayan.